everyone and welcome back to Nisi Lexi. Today I have the very, very special guest. You guys have seen him twice already in the Nisi Lexi blog and he's actually one of our top 10 most viewed um, artists that has been featured in the Nisi Lexi. In our last conversation, we talked about his uh, new um, music song videos that released was Baby. And today I have the pleasure to finally meet him on a live chat where we get to kind of actually sit down and discuss more about his musical journey and get to know more about him. This is the one and only Barry from based in Vancouver, but based in Toronto. And I'm super, super excited to have you back again with us here. How are you doing, Barry? What's up, Maxine? Thanks for having me. I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's nice to catching up with you finally in a live chat. <laughs> yeah, I've been we've we've contacted each other for so long over social media, but we never actually got a chance to talk in person. This is amazing. It is, <laughs> and the fact that we live in the same city is just such a chaotic that how we never actually got to meet in person. But I'm so I know you had the time today to Perfect. meet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. So for those new viewers that don't know so much about you, do you want to like kind of explain yourself on who you are as an artist and what you do? Okay, well, there's a lot to talk about, but in a nutshell, <laughs> um, I'm a pop R&B singer-songwriter from Toronto. Um, even though I'm from Vancouver originally, but I, I consider myself Torontonian because I was here since I was four years old. Um, I've been recording music for the past couple of years now, um, constantly evolving, constantly changing my image and my sound. I'm not afraid to admit that right now because honestly, like, I'm still finding myself as an artist. Like I'm just growing and uh, constantly, and especially with quarantine happening, I just had a lot of time to really, you know, reflect and really um, discover who I am as a person, as an artist, you know, mm -hmm. as a as a man. <laughs> so um, <laughs> definitely, um, you know how it is. And uh, in during quarantine, I actually released my first EP which includes five songs and um, still campaign campaigning that right now, but I'm back in the studio recording my new album. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing. I'll, actually, this is something we look forward to listening to. So with regards to the EP that you have released it, um, what can we expect out of it? And what what type of like musical uh, inspirational tone mm -hmm. that we're expecting out of it? Yeah. Um, so for this EP, it's called Feels. And the title is pretty self-explanatory. So there's five really personal songs. There's mm -hmm. um element mm -hmm. of like different genres of music. So I kind of like approach this differently because instead of, you know, fo constantly focusing on what's popular, what's trending right now, I want to focus more on how I feel. So um, every song has a different element. There's a lot of like 2000s R&B references. There's some 80s references. And um, it talks a lot about my personal um, life in terms of like, losing a loved one you know, um, relationships, failed relationships, breakups and stuff like that. Just stuff that I've, I've actually gone through. So that's why this EP is a little bit different than my previous releases because it is very personal and it's pretty self-explanatory when you listen to it. So that's something definitely I'm proud of. And I want to continue writing stuff from the heart. Fantastic, fantastic. And thank you so much for sharing that with us because I, and also, first of all, congratulations on completing the EP and actually releasing it. And uh, so where can we listen to it and where do we purchase oh, it? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, if you just uh, type in my name, uh, Barry Cito Fields, it's on all streaming platforms. On It's on YouTube Music, it's on Spotify, iTunes, Google Music. You can even, um, uh, what do you call it? Shazam it if you want, whatever you want. <laughs> it's all there. So, um, yeah. 
Yeah, so just type in my name, Barry Cito, and my album should pop up right there. Yeah, and uh, choose your... Yeah, so enjoy it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's amazing. And for those who wanted to follow Barry on Instagram, he also posted on here, so Barry uh, Cento Sings. And also on Facebook, yeah. Barry Santos Music, and also on, on YouTube, you can find him there as well. So going down deeper in, in with regards to how you are currently like finding your style within the music. So how would you describe your overall style at the moment, like your musical style? Well, I always address myself as a pop artist and always listen to R&B. So like growing up, it's always been an I've always been an R&B singer. I've always been doing R&B shows. I grew up you know, um, in Scarborough. So a lot of the shows I do are urban showcases. So I was always the only Asian kid singing in the shows. So I always address myself as a pop R&B urban artist. Um, but of course, you know, I do want to start dabbling on with different different genres as well, different styles of music. And um, But if you had to say, if, you, if I had to narrow it down, definitely pop R&B would be my choice. Okay, that's amazing. And lately, like I have noticed that there's a lot of shift in the R&B world, even just in the music in general, like a lot of like big artists are moving into tasting a lot of the Afrobeat uh, kind of concept of it. Is this something that down the line that you'll be considering on tasting it as well? As well? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Afrobeats, dancehall, reggae, that stuff I grew up with. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. uh, that's the stuff I've been listening to my whole life. And definitely if I can, uh, I would love to like incorporate some of that into my, my newer music. But as of now, I want to focus more on mm -hmm. writing stuff that touches people, that touches me. So I want to reflect that on people. But definitely Afrobeats, reggaeton, dancehall, mm -hmm. that's all those fun music. I call it my fun music. I love it. <laughs> Uh, one day, definitely, for sure. <laughs> so what are some of the best strategies that you use personally or you would think that for a new artists that is coming out into the industry that they mm -hmm. can use it in order to stay like authentic so that their craft doesn't look like somebody else that will look more unique? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, the thing is, like, it's really hard. I mean, especially if you're coming up as a new artist, it's extremely hard to find an authentic sound. Mm -hmm. Um because especially if you're not managed, especially if you don't have a label backing you up and uh, being independent, it's very easy to fall into the trap of finding what's trending, finding what's popular. And you end up comparing yourself to the current artist. And I, for one, am guilty of that. Like I've done that my whole entire like career. And, and, you know, that kind of backfires sometimes because, you know, people end up, Hey, why do you sound like this? Why do you sound like that? And finding your own authentic sound takes time like so much time for me, it took quarantine to figure out like myself and I'm still searching, you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I haven't completely like found myself, you know, completely yet, but um, to stay authentic, you got to really figure out what touches you. Mm -hmm. Even if it's, if it's not like the most popular songs out there right now, but if it touches you and people will see that and that learn the hard way. That's amazing. So with yeah. with, uh, with you being in the industry again, back to mm -hmm. the experience and and the work, the fact that you have been singing for so long, what would you say was one of your best memorable moments and why? Oh wow, there's there's a quite a few actually. Um, well, I'm definitely performing in Miami for the first time. That was a couple of years back, and that was pretty amazing. It's my first time outside of Canada. Mm -hmm. And um, a few years ago, I opened up for Carl Wolf um, at the Hershey Center, which is probably one of the biggest stadiums I've performed at, which is pretty cool. And pretty much, like, I, I've done so much. I've done a lot of TV appearances, radio interviews. Stuff like that. Any, Honestly, like, as an artist, any opportunity, like, any opportunity is amazing. So, like, but those are the main highlights. But, like, everything that I can get my hands on right now is a blessing to me. So, 
Yeah. Okay. So for the fact that you, okay, uh, Carla was uh, opening a foot, that's also obviously a big deal for your yeah. new uh, <laughs> your new um, mm-hmm. album that you're working on. Can we expect any like collaborations with other artists, or what's happening in there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're 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 discussing that. We're not 100% sure yet, but um mm-hmm. I want to first figure out um the the style of music I want to do. I want to figure out like the uh, the theme or whatever it is to figure out, you know, all that before I want to incorporate artists. But as of now it's me. And I'm working with a new producer His name is Daniel. Awesome. Shout out to We've already started working on a song and it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's been doing really well. With the whole COVID experience, how like it has, uh, has actually impacted a lot of uh, people, especially in the entertainment industry, where a lot of people kind of just put a pause on their albums or they release some production. How were you able to like manage this pandemic experience and in order to stay active with your craft? Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, it's it's been quite the opposite. Like it, I haven't put my music on hold because mm-hmm. um, my initial release date was supposed to be in June before I knew about the pandemic, but. Because the pandemic happened, it actually forced me to really sit and started working on my craft even more. And then I utilized social media to um, release my EP and I started campaigning that and, you know, on all social media platforms. And I found that people are more engaged because they are at home and they are watching. So and so for me, it's been pretty good. I don't know about other artists, but I, I find with other artists, yes, they may have put hold on live performing and stuff like that, but nothing is stopping you from releasing music because we can still release it on social, on, on, on major platforms, which is, is still great because we don't need to sell CDs in stores like back in the day anymore because we can do everything <laughs> different. So I think artists now are probably happy with that. It's just minus the live performing, that's all. And we can still do that on, and we can actually do that virtually right now, which is amazing. That's great. And I also noticed that lately during the quarantine, a lot of like DJs or artists are being doing a lot of like Instagram live party. Was that also yeah. something that you're involved in? And yeah, I've done a couple of performances. Yeah. And I've done a couple of like virtual concerts, which is amazing. I, I had this company from Alberta who was hosting a concert series and I was featured on two of them. So yeah, I did, like a nice half an hour set, just me in my house with a fake <laughs> mic. You know? So it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's great interacting because I'm actually interacting with um, people and I find that people actually want to see your true self, you know, rather than Photoshop pictures and all these fancy glance, fancy schmancy stuff. They want to see the real person. So I, I find that being in quarantine, it made it, it, it allowed a lot of people to see the true artist's authentic self, you know, just in our sweatpants or T-shirts and just like chilling, you know, and that's what yeah. I find is a positive thing. That's that's actually great. So for the concert that you have been a part of, uh, do you mind also later on? I'm gonna actually get the link so I can post in the description below so that other people. Yeah, sure. Um, well, the concert's over right now, but I can definitely send you over the link of the of the company that's been um hosting the shows. Yeah, oh. yeah, for sure. There, they have a restream where the people can go back and watch it again, right? Yeah, yeah. It's on Facebook, so it's called I View for You. Okay, I will have the link in the description below so that yeah, yeah. Can watch it. So yeah. I will definitely uh, send that over to you shortly, and uh, this way you can get the actual link. Okay, perfect. So, um, apart from yeah. the like, are you currently like working in any other like uh, big projects apart from just like the music um, album, or do you have any other like, let's say, merchandise? Because I I noticed that a lot of artists right now they focus on also rebranding themselves in the other mm-hmm. brands, like entrepreneurship. Is that something that you're doing at the moment? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so for as of now, I'm still currently focusing on working on this new album, but still campaigning my current EP. But um, in terms of merchandise, I want to figure out what um, uh, what capacity I want to make this album to be first before I want to start making merchandise and you know exploring different other um, options okay. out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. So with um, regards to like, let's say for these uh, young kids that are watching us right now at home and thinking of entering the music industry, what advice do you have for them that they can take in personal now to go study on it? Like what are three mm-hmm. messages that you wanted to leave them with? Hmm. There's so many because, you know, I, I've gone through it all and like the stuff you see on TV and, and what, what you hear is all true. Like, people it, it can get dark it can get bad it's, it's, you get you can end up with the wrong people so i would say if you're under if you're just a kid like you know make sure your parents are involved make sure they're signing waivers for you make sure they're around and the thing is you may have to spend a bit of money sometimes but make sure it's coming from someone who's you know has a good track record and not someone who's shady when it's just easy to find and um just to enjoy it do it for the love of music. Don't do it for the fame and fortune because that's going to fade fast. You got to really do it because you actually love the craft. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's, that, that's probably the number one thing I would take from this that I would leave with them. Okay. That's actually not like- the industry <laughs> to be in. <laughs> yeah. The industry mm-hmm. can be like a, a blessing and a curse. You just have to kind of be smart about it. And the yeah. fact that we got to know, like the study, the people before you kind of get involved with the, a lot of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you can pinpoint who's shady. You, you can pinpoint who is, you know, kind of not really there for the right reasons. You got to really trust your gut in that sense. Trusting your gut is the number one thing because, you know, if you feel something is not right, most mm-hmm. likely you're right, especially in this business. You know, people can like say nice things to you to get you to do something and, you know, and that can go both ways. So I would really just, just do your own hustle, do your own grind. That's the only thing you can do that will achieve the real deal, you know? That's great. Thank you for that. And I'm hope uh, I'm sure that a lot of our young audiences right now are kind of taking notes. And a lot for those yeah. who are hoping to get into the industry now, they're gonna kind of getting like a real person yeah. for so long to like yeah. give the real tea. So thank you for that. And they can they can message me like find me on Instagram and Facebook. Like follow me, and I, if you have any questions, DM me. I, I answer back for the most part. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> that's great so uh one thing that i also wanted to kind of because i know earlier you talked about how social media has been a very important aspect of you kind of promoting your music and things like that so what other elements do you think that with the social media or some platform that you prefer best as an artist as well the thing is the music industry and entertainment industry is constantly evolving but as of now social media platforms are probably the number one outlet to really promote yourself to really let yourself you know shine right as of now i mean like if it wasn't for a pandemic we would i would be out doing shows and there's also people who appreciate live performances and live shows and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but um but as of now social media is definitely the best platform there's no way around it you know Okay, sounds good. So now um, we are going to take uh, some questions from our production teams behind the scenes. They have some questions for you. So oh, one of the yeah. questions, they say, what was it the moment that you noticed that singing was for you, not any other career? Hmm. Okay, well, growing up, I was always taught, I mean, I grew up in an Asian household, so we were always taught to be you know, go to school, you know, have your education, and be 
make your money, do the nine to five, and and that's fine for for if, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But like I'm, I was always artistic, so you know, from a young age, when I started doing talent shows, I started doing um, taking music lessons. I realized that's probably my strongest talent that I've ever had, and and then at a very young age, I also started doing local talent shows and stuff like that. So then I. Based on that, based on love performing, uh, that's I, I knew from then I wanted. To, that's what I wanted to do. The next question: How do you deal with uh, burnout? What they meant is that you know how, like sometimes as an entrepreneur, you'll be working in a lot of your craft, and then you will be doing for let's say a year or two, and then you realize, oh my god, like this is actually overwhelming and too much. So how do you deal with that? Oh, okay, yeah, that actually did happen to me a few years ago. So, prior to my my latest EP that I just released, I did take a bit of a break. So I was on a bit of a hiatus because I just realized that, you know, I I and what I said before, like I kept, you know, making music that I feel that was trending, that's popular, and then it did burn me out because I'm constantly chasing after and competing with what's out there, and that's so exhausting. And like I didn't even care about how authentic I sound or, or looked anymore and that and I kind of lost myself in a sense mm-hmm. so um that 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 part of my life was my burnout so um I did take a small break and by the way don't be afraid to take breaks guys you don't have to work your you know till exhaustion you if you need to take a break take it so after during that break I did find some time to you know reflect on everything and just sort of you know just reset my mind and just really find out who I am as a person and, and as an artist so, um, yeah, so taking breaks would be my um, remedy for burnouts. <laughs> yeah. awesome. So that's actually a great advice because um, even us, just like for me as a digital marketer, there is a period where we reach and kind of be like, just because we're doing it too much and sometimes we're doing it for the hype or we could just be doing it for my own, our own personal needs. And then we realize like, oh my God, we actually needed that break. And that break for me where like, I just kind of put oh, wow. it pause and actually not only put it on pause but actually left the country i went to uk stayed there for three months oh, and wow. so yeah oh, wow. it, it's for you. and it helped and it, and it, and it worked right and it, it made did. you better. no yeah. for sure yeah absolutely yeah so i definitely kind of relate to the fact that you say that take a break because break is necessary is needed because you want to be able to recharge and come back stronger than ever and this is the, the this is also a good thing about being an independent artist because we're not tied to a management label or a company or whatever. So this way we can actually, you know, take control. And if you want to take a break, we'll take a break. You know, and like the, and social media platforms allow us to release our music independently in our terms, which is which is I find great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So another thing that I also wanted to uh, talk about is like um, with regards to like you being an independent artist, obviously not being signed. What other things that are you using in order to protect your music? Mm-hmm. So I am with pretty much all the Canadian um, music distributing companies, you know, like SoCan and stuff like that to protect your music and to, yeah. So pretty much if, if you're on SoCan, if you're on DistroKid, if you're on the most major platforms, you're pretty much protected. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are other ways you can protect your music, but you don't, it's not completely necessary anymore, but you can if you want to, but as long as you're on SoCan, as long as you have your music distributed, as long as your name is on it, you're good. Okay. So mm-hmm. in the next round of this meeting, we are going to be playing some free games. It has to be like a sing it or drop it. Okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to try my <laughs> this It's going to be easy. It's just either you're saying sing it or drop it and why. So relationship songs or party songs 
Which one would you sing it? Which one would you drop it? I would sing relationship songs. <laughs> Why? Because it's relatable to everyone. Because we've all been through it. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Okay. The next one is um, sing for the rest of your life or become a singer, a, uh, um, a music teacher. Oh my gosh. Probably sing for the rest of my life. I don't know if I can handle teaching per se. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. That's, that's a good enough. And then the last questions I have here. This is, has to do, um, okay. Would you rather do an acapella or a live performance with a bunch of audiences? Acapella any day, anywhere. Hmm. I feel like if I say one thing, people are going to judge me regardless, but <laughs> I'm also an entertainer. So I do like to perform for people. So in an audience, yes. Okay, that's good enough. So if, I say, if, I, if I say I want to perform acapella anywhere, that means I'm a true artist and I just do it for the music. But I do like it for the music, but I also like to entertain. So like, I have to choose that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. It's fair enough. Okay. Room too, so like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that you do a lot of uh, cover for, for YouTube, basically. Um, oh, which, one of the, which one of the cover that you have done so far would you say is your favorite cover at the moment? Oh my gosh, I did so much. I did like Justin Bieber. Did, my favorite one is the LMA's Buddha. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that was the, I was listening to that one before. Wait, that's the thing, at, the, at, the, at the pageant. Yeah. <laughs> you were judging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. And. Uh, Thank you. You actually have an amazing voice, just to let you know that. Um, when I actually listened to you, because I was like, saw your uh, your submission before, and then I went into YouTube, I was listening to all your track, and I was like, oh my God, he actually has an amazing voice. That was oh, before I met you. <laughs> so I'm hoping to listen to your, I'm, I'm hoping to your new album, that I'm going to definitely like, wait for it so that i can also share with my audiences and you being um because now is uh, what i do is like every now and then i would try to like kind of send out uh uh what's it called a social media post poll to see how mm -hmm. many people actually kind of like talk about or which which of their favorite artists that they like me selexi and your name also always constantly come in so that's why we had to do this live to kind of you know give oh, them I love that. Yeah. <laughs> perfect yeah so thank you for that i actually it's it's a pleasure having you here today it's it's been a minute that i wanted to actually have you in this yeah, <laughs> totally. i'm so glad we finally got a chance to meet up and you know talk about me <laughs> yeah so it's thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to be with us here today so for anybody that wants to follow you i know your social media handles are all here uh they can follow you on instagram facebook youtube or simply just google your name at barry santos I hope I said it correctly. Uh, is it Citos? Yeah, Cito. Citos. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. is there any other uh, message or things that they our viewers can look forward? To? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, like thank you everyone who's actually paid attention to my music and who's ever messaged me, whoever added me on Instagram or Facebook, and you know just taking their time to really you know discover me as an artist. I really appreciate it, and I'll be continuing making music for. Well, for me, but it's also for everyone as well. So I want, I make music for me, but also to relate for you guys to relate to as well. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, during this pandemic, I just really hope everyone is safe. Everyone is 
connected well and um, continue to follow your dreams. I know it sounds kind of cliche, but like, you know, it's just don't let this stop you. And like, I have faith. There's no second wave and I have faith. This is going to end soon. So like COVID. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think, yeah. So I just think that um, everyone should keep doing what you're doing. And um, thank you again for everything really. Awesome. Awesome. And then also, do you want to either give any shout outs? Cause I know as an artist, there's a lot of people that came in and paved the way for you and also supported you along the way. So this is a moment oh where God. you can give them a shout out. There's so many. Okay, I would definitely shout out my producers who worked on my both of my EPs. Uh, Daniel, Danny Rosener, uh, Daniel J. Shepard, um, Scott Dion Brown. You know, we all know Scott. Um, he he recorded a lot of my covers and shot a couple of my videos. And I can't remember everyone right now because I didn't expect to do that. But everyone who's actually supported me, everyone who's been involved with my music in any way, shape, or form, thank you guys. You know who you are. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. problem and thank you for being here today it's an honor to have you always feel free to come back anytime when you have your music so i would love to hear it so do come back yeah. anytime you want all right yeah, have a good night i really appreciate it no problem have a good night bye bye